Hi, Craig. All right. I guess I could also be pulling up the things and working on them while... Well, I'm just now copying and pasting things in. Okay. What's today's date? September the 13th. So, yeah, uh, to, to refill that Franken-content to counteract the curse, uh, sacrificed... I, I did make a sacrifice today, so... That's that's why I'm here. That's why we're all good. I made a sacrifice. Next uh, week, we'll member. Uh, Nate. <laughs> no, no great loss. Yep. And then Pretty sure the Swedish chef could uh, do better. I'm not talking about the character. I'm talking about the puppet. Yeah. Next week, we'll sacrifice the, the newest cult member, Luke, because he also needs work on his cooking. Although he's 18. I cut him some slack. He gets one more week, and if he screws up again, then he's being sacrificed. What did he do? He just didn't... He made very plain food and didn't make enough of it to feed the the army. Um, it was just chicken and mashed potatoes and green beans. And, and let me guess, no seasoning whatsoever? Very small amount of seasoning. He was like, does uh, anybody... Ha- right, so go ahead. Well, afterwards... So, he, like, he didn't make enough. It's like, hey, bud, you didn't make enough. You, this isn't going to feed all of us. You're going to have to make some more. So I was like, you know, you made enough for us here, but there are other people who are coming that will be eating dinner later. You got to make about this much again. He was like, okay, well, do you have any pointers? And I'm like, yeah, uh, put more stuff in everything. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, your chicken had a little salt and a little pepper, and that's fine, but it needs something else to it. Do you want to make it spicy? Do you want to give it more of an Italian flavor? Do you want to, you know, what What do you want? Spice mixes like, are uh, just amazing for stuff like that. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I want it to be a little, I don't know, a little more spicy sounds good. I'm like, okay, try this. And we've got this stuff called Tony, I'm not sure if you pronounce it Cacciatore's or Tony Satri's, mm-hmm. but it's just like a Creole, spicy Creole seasoning. Is it a green can? Uh, with yeah. the Like the uh, El Cheapo uh, Parmesan? I mean, it. yes, it's in one of those. Yeah, I have a candidate in my spice cabinet. It's fucking amazing. It's so I, good. I'm like, just do a little of this. I made blackened fish tacos with that. Yeah. Mm. I put it on all kinds of stuff. I've been using it as steak seasoning here recently. Trying it well, out well, that's steak the last seasoning. time I used it was making blackened fish tacos with like a, uh, with a, ca- uh, a lime cabbage slaw. Yeah. Yeah, Adita took one bite of it and said, you're making this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, so, and then I was like, okay, and your potatoes, like, they're fine. They're, like, bog standard mashed potatoes. Like, put some cream, some heavy whipping cream, some sour cream, some milk. I mean, all of those, if we have all of them, but if we don't, you know, one or two of them, a little more butter, put some garlic uh, powder in there. And and don't peel your potatoes. Like, people peel them, but there's so much good flavor and nutrients in the uh-huh. peels. You gotta wash them. So if you don't peel them, you gotta wash them. But that's pretty easy, you know? Yeah, take, scrub the ever-loving daylights out of them. It takes about as much time as it takes to peel them. Like, Honestly, I find uh, scrubbing them faster. Yeah, scrubbing them is faster, but... Yeah, typically, it, uh, my mashed potatoes are... Well, assuming I'm not going for a particular flavor, because that's the other thing, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple, uh, Like a glug of heavy whipping cream. <laughs> uh, uh, more butter than probably is healthy. To be fair, I don't make mashed potatoes often. Like yeah. Once every few months, I go hog wild on them. 
Um, actually, nutritional yeast is uh, one thing I use in them. It gives them a little bit of a cheesy flavor without you know, actually having to worry about melting cheese down in them. Yeah. Onion powder, garlic powder, which is like, yeah, bulk standard for me. Uh, a hit of uh, MSG, because of course. A uh, good pinch or two of kosher salt. And several cranks of white pepper. Yeah. And of course, some sour cream. Delicious uh, sour cream. Like I said, I don't make them often, but when I do, right? Yeah. But anyways, you know, that, and then I was like, just add a little broth or bouillon to bouillon cubes to your your green beans. Give them some more flavor, a little salt, a little pepper. And then, like, the second batch of stuff he made was way better. And he was like, oh, this is way better. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, nobody ever really taught me how to cook at home. And I was like, that's okay. We're your new family now. And, like, this, this dude... Like, I put my arm around his waist because he's, like, six and... I think he's six foot seven. Mm-hmm. So I can't really put my arm around his shoulder. <laughs> I mean, but, I pretty much taught myself how to cook. Yeah. Uh, my big thing... Uh, I, well, one thing I've uh, that really helped me is learning not to fear salt. Mind you, I grew up in the late 80s, early 90s when... Salt was the demon. It, uh, well, it was salt and fat, right? I'm a demon. So learning to be a little bit more liberal with salt, while also kind of salting along the way and not just you know, dumping it all in at the end. So yeah. it has time to you know, permeate through the dish. But yeah, that's more you know, uh, kind of an advanced thing. It's not something that you want to you know, get in the habit of until you're, you know it about where salt level should be because if you're doing that to like a soup that's going to reduce you know you're going to be in trouble yeah but i'm pretty i I learned a few things uh as a kid but i'm pretty self-taught on cooking as well you know i got some basics when i was a kid but my dad never did anything except grill and he wouldn't let you near the grill And then my mom... Because it's a manly man's thing. My mom is a okay cook. There, I mean, my mom is, is... She's got a couple of dishes that it's like, oh, my mom's gonna make that? Absolutely, let her make it. Mm-hmm. But she's just an okay cook. And so, you know, she showed me some basic stuff, but we had a lot of very bland meals. And mom was someone who followed fad diet trends. Oh, boy. And so we always had weird... Stuff, or it's like, oh, I'm doing the whatever diet, so that means we can't have any pork, fat, or grease. Yeah, it's called being Jewish. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. But, anyways, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's a thing. But anyways, so yeah, there's, there's that. Um, but stories. So, because we missed last week, did I tell you about Babs? Um, and the lady who was like motherfucking therapist. Did I tell you that story? No. Okay. So we service a number of group homes. Um, and I, I've explained this to you before, and I think I mentioned it on the show, but just in case group homes are kind of like assisted living facilities, but for the severely mentally ill. So if you get put in one of these places, you have a, a severe mental illness, like very bad schizophrenia, or 
severe bipolar. Also, sometimes people with traumatic brain injuries get placed in these homes because they have symptoms that mimic that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that's the kind of people who are in these homes. And some of them respond better to medication and some of them don't. And some of them just outright refuse to take their medication at all times. So there's this group, this, this pair of ladies. They both are convinced that the names I'm about to use are their names, which they're not. So I'm, I'm not breaking HIPAA. These are not their names. Which would uh, be uh, uh, completely different from West Virginia law because you know, I just saw that they were. Uh, uh, I'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so there, there's these two ladies, uh, Helena and Barbara. Not again, not their names. So I'm I'm walking around the home, talking to people, doing their therapy, air quotes therapy. For most of them, it's just like an extra pair of eyes watching them and tracking their symptoms. Some of them that respond well to medication can, you know, have lucid conversations and things, but not these ladies. So I'm walking around. They're outside smoking cigarettes and and Helena is babbling to herself. I don't know about what. And Barbara is sitting next to her and both of them are, are Helena's in her 50s and Barbara is in her 60s. And every once in a while, Barbara's like poking Helena and is like shushing her. And I, I walk out and, and Helena goes, hey, you're, you're my therapist. And I'm not. I, she's refused therapy every time we tried to convince her to, to do it. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're my therapist. And I'm like, I, I'm the therapist. Do, do you need something? Can I help you? She's like, yeah, I need to talk to you. And she, so I wear my badge on a lanyard. And she grabs my lanyard and like pulls me down, like not to the ground, but just like down because she's oh, sitting my. and she like reads it. And she reads, she's like, Jared Arthur MFT. What does that stand for? And I'm about to say marriage and family therapist, because that's what my specialty is. And she goes, does that mean you're a motherfucking therapist? <laughs> and I just I nod yes, vigorously and go, yes, that is what that means. And one of the texts that's standing there just starts laughing. Her name is uh, Allie. And she's like, God, Jared, this is why I love you. She's like, any other therapist who ever had come here does not handle this as well as you do. And I'm like, well, you know, what else am I supposed to do? You know, I got to have fun with it sometimes. And Barbara sitting next to her goes, oh, yeah, well, you have fun with it because you're a witch. I said, Barbara. No, no, first, of all, first of all, a witch is a female. You're a warlock. I look at her and I say, Barbara, you've never talked to me before. Hello. I'm not talking to you. You're you're a witch. No, you're a murderer. And then she whispers, but she has that like really loud whisper thing where she's like, I saw you kill those people. And I look at her as like menacingly as I can. And I say, you better not tell anyone or you'll be next. <laughs> and she's like. She gets this, you know, this look, like a gas, like, how dare you speak to me that way? And again, the tech is just losing it. And then I just leave. I just walk away. So then the next week, this was two weeks ago. Last week, Barbara needs to sign some paperwork. <clears throat> if she doesn't, she's going to get kicked out. She's been refusing her medication. She's been refusing to keep any of her medical appointments. Like, she's just refusing everything. And that's a big no-no. If you do that, you get kicked out. So uh, where I'm like trying to, we're, we've all been trying to convince her to sign the paperwork and to come to an appointment. 
because we don't want her to be homeless. Because if she is, she's going to fucking die on the streets. Or worse, someone's going to take advantage of her and then kill her or something. Like, she cannot function on her own. <laughs> so I walk up to her and I say, hey, Barbara. She goes, oh, look at you. It's the murderer. I'm not talking to you. I said, well, you're talking to me right now, and I will go away. I will leave you alone for three months if you sign this paperwork and keep your next appointment with Sarah. Well, why don't you sign it? I said, okay, I'll sign it. So I go down to the signature line, and underneath the signature line, mm-hmm. I sign my name. Because, I, I, you know, I just cover that up with whiteout or something. Yeah. All this stuff gets scanned into the computer anyway, so it doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. I sign it. And she whispers, again, does that loud whisper to someone like like she's talking to someone beside her and she goes that's it we've got him right where we want him and i don't i mean i don't i don't acknowledge that i don't really care at this point <laughs> i just need her to sign and i say uh okay i sound it now you sign it she goes give me that and she like jerks the paper out of my hand and she just tears it up in front of my face and throws it on the floor and that that same tech alley it's like barbara and i hold up my hand i'm like no no it's okay hang on and I reached down because I saw, like, I just happened to see mm-hmm. this. She had tore almost a perfect circle around the signature page. And I picked it up and I handed it to her. And I said, you still didn't sign this. And she goes, <laughs> fuck, she goes, fuck you. And she tears it up. And then she stands up and she just pisses all in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bye, Babs. Because I've been wanting to call her Babs. Um mm-hmm. But I, I have not, because I don't want to antagonize her any more than I already have. Until yeah, I but at this point, yeah, that, that ship has sailed. Yeah, she goes, that's not my name. And I say, Barbara's not your name either, Babs, but you make us call you that. <laughs> she just, like, stares at me, and she, like, walks away. And then, I, you know, I'm I'm a nice man, so I help pick up the, the mess and clean up the, the urine. They were like, you don't have to. And I was like, well, I mean, she pissed in the floor because she was mad at me. Like, I'm going to help you clean that up. And she's like, Allie goes, honestly, like, watching you interact with her, worth cleaning up a puddle of piss. I said, okay. Um, so we're going to try one more time. I'm going to try to get her to sign one more time this week. Maybe I'll have more stories. Um, then today, we had a, I was standing up front. I had just... um had a a therapy session i walked my person back up to the front and there's this guy standing outside and the person that i had seen for therapy is a very small lady like she's i don't know five feet even maybe she's very petite um i think that she would probably do better in a fight than me you know like she's scrappy she's wiry you know but she is tiny and she's like oh what's what's that guy who's that guy i'm like "I, i don't know i don't know that guy do you want me to walk you out to your car? She's like, yeah, please do. So I, I walk her out to her car. When I come back in, this guy stops me. He's like, sir, sir, do, do you work here, sir? I was like, yeah, can I, can I help you? Is there something I can do for you? And this guy looks like he's, he's got, you know, bug eyes, like someone who's high or dr- has been drinking a lot, like something. He's just got these massive, you know, bug eyes and, fully dilated pupils and he he tells me a tale it's five or six minutes the highlights of it is that he got catfished online and he traveled here 
from Florida, like North Florida, to meet this this girl. And he lived with her for two weeks. She took all of his money, and she kicked him out today. And Oof. he's got to get he's got to get back to Florida. And honestly, I believe this man. Like, so I don't you know, met Florida man. I did. I met. Flo- Holy shit! You're right. I met Florida man. Um, so I met Florida man, and I I believed him. Like, I don't know why he would lie about this. And even if he did, like, whatever. Like, he's very clearly not doing well. Whatever's happened to him. And I'm like, okay. I, you know, I'm, this isn't the kind of facility where we can give you like immediate help for that. We do mostly outpatient therapy, but I mean, we know people. So if you'll just have a seat, let me go make a few phone calls. You know, I'll see who we can, you know, get up here and how fast. And he's like, oh, you can't, you can't call anybody. You can't call anyone. I was like, why? And he says, well, they're going to come get me. I was like, who's they? He goes, the cops, the cops are going to come get me. So I've got my phone out. Like when I said I'm going to go call some people, I pulled my phone out of my pocket and I texted um, Maggie. She's our our front desk uh, person. I texted her and I said, call the non-emergency number, please. This There's a guy out here that's just like giving me bad vibes. Like, you know, we don't need like 911, bunch of cops showing up, but, you know, see if they can send an officer over. <laughs> And so the more he he talks, the the more frustrated he gets. And he goes, "If you call anybody, I'm I'm gonna have to like shoot the place up." I'm like, oh, "Okay." Boy. I'm like, "Okay, let's let's not go there. I won't call anybody." Again, he he's like, "Who were you? Who were you texting?" I was like, "Well, I was texting them on the inside. Tell them that you know we were gonna need." something out here for you that you, you know, you look like you were hungry, that you were thirsty, somebody we need to help. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. I could use a, use something to eat, something to drink. I said, okay, why don't you just, why don't we just sit? Cause there's a, a, a bench. Um, we've got a, just a bench outside. I was like, why don't we just sit down and we'll keep talking. And, uh, I'll text them inside and tell them to bring you, bring you some water. And he's like, okay. So when he sits down, he's like, hang on, I got to adjust. And he pulls a gun out of his pocket and sits it on the bench next to him. And like, he's sitting to my right and he sits it to his right. So like it, if, you know, I can't like get at it, I'm like, okay. And then I just talked to him for a few minutes and uh, about five or 10 minutes later, a cop car pulls up and he's like, oh my God. They're coming to get me. You didn't call the cops, did you? I said, dude, I've been sitting here with you this whole time. I, I haven't called anyone. He's like, all, all right, I believe you. I believe you didn't do it. I got to go. And he just like gets up and starts running. And he left his gun sitting on the bench. And they they chased him. And next to us is like an empty lot um, that is like the site of a new construction that was abandoned like two years ago. And then next to that is a liquor store. And next to that is a gas station. And they chased him through the empty lot, through the gas station, or through the liquor store parking lot, and tackled him in the gas station. Well, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yep. And then they came back, and I, I didn't I didn't touch the gun. I left it. And they came back. And I pointed to the gun. And I was like, he pulled that out of his pocket. He very clearly is inebriated or in in some way. 
he needs to go to the hospital and then he needs some help. And, and I lied to him. I, I lied to the cops. I said he didn't threaten anybody. He just pulled that out of his pocket at one point while we were talking, said it made him uncomfortable. But I, I wasn't going to touch it. That's for you guys. That was, that was about lunchtime today. So, story time. Yeah, since we're still doing Franken content. On the day we're recording this, West Virginia lawmakers passed a near total abortion ban because, yay. Because, of course. Yeah, and the reason why I made a comment about HIPAA is that at one point, I I haven't read the version that they actually passed. So it may still be in there, but most likely not because it was kind of pointing out that they were breaking federal law. And hey, only their God King could do that, right? Right. Uh, they were going to make a database of all doctors and patients that received abortions uh, through the exemptions. I mean, it's the usual uh, handful of exemptions. Yeah, rape, incest. Yeah, basically what uh, that one little piece of decency that the GOP could uh, uh, be uh, shamed into having. Yeah. But they wanted to create a database of all doctors and patients that got a, an abortion through this uh, loophole. Or, or I shouldn't say loophole. This exemption. Which would be able to be queried by the Freedom of Information Act. I see. Yeah, that violates HIPAA. That, that not just violates HIPAA, but that motherfucking violates HIPAA. Yeah. That that rips Hippa's head head off and shits down its throat. I didn't know it was a praying mantis. It was. That was one of the biggest reasons. I mean, among many, there were many reasons why to not attach medical records to blockchain. But mm-hmm. that was one of the biggest ones. It's like if you put people's medical records in public record, that is violating HIPAA. That's against the law. The mere existence of this idea breaks the the law. All of the laws, federal, state, all of the laws about privacy. Breaks them all. Uh, let's see. I'm actually going to read this. So a 22 to 7 vote in the House of, or in the state Senate with the House of Democrats approving it, 78 to 17. So, you know, it, it's going to uh, dipshit justice's desk and, uh, as soon as uh, his dog gets off of it, licking her ass, uh, he's going to sign it. So the bill limits where abortions could be provided to restricting them to medical facilities licensed by the state office of health uh, faculty uh, licensure and certification, which would end abortions at the state o- state's only elective abortion provider. Because, of course, right? Of course. Uh, the ban exempts medical emergencies to non-viable pre- and or non-viable pregnancies, but opponents of the bill are concerned that the definition of medical emergency is so vague it could prevent doctors from performing an abortion, but doing so would save a patient's life. Hasn't there already been documented cases where uh, doctors have basically sat and watched the blood pressure of a woman drop until it got to a critical point to be able to I perform an abortion. Yes. So, right. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ones that uh, abstained 
were upset that it was a total ban with no exceptions. Because, you know, obviously this isn't against women enough. Uh, there are exceptions in the bill for rape incest would require reports to law enforcement. And most adults would need to undergo the procedure by eight weeks of pregnancy. Which is before most would know that they're even pregnant to begin with. Minors and disabled or, or incapacitated adults will have up to 14 weeks to obtain abortions if they're victim of rape or incest. But still, they have to have a police report on record. Which, hey, let's traumatize them some more, right? Absolutely. There's uh, a uh, there's a, a YouTuber I watch, Bo of the Fifth Column. And he's a good old southern boy from Florida who is about as leftist as I am. Yeah, I think you've mentioned him. I still haven't checked him out. I need to. Yeah, yeah. Especially, uh, especially Beta Nita with him, because I imagine as soon as she hears him talk, she's going to make some assumptions, and I want to kind of turn her around on her, just to have fun. Yeah. But there's, um, every once in a while he'll come back to tell the story about, about, about this, about people he knew that, you know, went on vacation, and it's, you know, he does air quotes and he winks. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's going to happen more and more. You're going to see more mm-hmm. people going on vacation. And they're going to come back and... Well, at least assuming that, you know, the GOP doesn't somehow hammer through their total abortion ban uh, nationwide. Yep. Oh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that, you know, this is happening now. Yeah. I kind of wish I was surprised, but I'm not. Yep. I wish I was surprised. I wish I didn't have to say I told you so to people in my life that I have to tell, you know, I told you so too. Say I love you. So it is. Those those are my stories, though. Those those were my big stories. I've had some other things happen this week, but I in the past week, but they were not quite so funny and much more traumatizing stories. Mm-hmm. So let's uh look at show stuff. Yeah, uh, Diablo is Community Corner. Actually, I need to check, make sure there's nothing new there that I haven't seen. Uh, the Viking, or sorry, the uh, another NFT game goes bankrupt is also Community Corner. So we have Diablo and uh, NFT game to start off with. Okie dokie. Uh, scoot around to get a little bit more comfortable. Uh, scoot around. Have I ever told you about scooters? This is really, really short. Well, this... I, I, I'm aware of scooters existing. You're a coffee shop? On that. Oh, no. So I, thought, there's... I thought you were talking about scooters as in the mode of transportation. No. So there's a coffee shop um, that I drive past on Thursdays when I go... Oh, there's the odd. When I go to the group home where Babs is at, and it's called Scooters. And it's, you know, it's kind of like any generic coffee shop you've ever been to in terms of what beverages they make and how they make them. But when you order from them at the drive through window, when you complete your order, they say, okay, now scoot on around. <laughs> and it makes me so happy every time. 
I have spent more money at that place because of that than anything else. Their coffee is average. Their breakfast sandwiches are pretty good, but they're really expensive for what you get. Well, to be fair, average coffee uh, at a coffee shop is actually not the average anymore. Because, oh, I've I've just found some horrid coffee around. Uh, The local little bakery here, their coffee, they do Keurigs of Maxwell House. Oh, no. Right? That's not good. I mean, first of all, fucking expensive, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I should say expensive to them because (laughs) they'll give you a coffee with, like, you know, something. So, right? Yeah. So it's an extra for the customer, but it's like, really? (laughs) I mean, I do drink Folgers in the morning, but that's, I'm so groggy in the mornings that, yo, as long as it has caffeine in it, that's all that really matters. And I don't have any, uh, like, local roasters that are within, like, an hour of me. I've I've got two. Harmony House and Harmony House makes their their roast their coffee just like Starbucks, so no thank mm-hmm. you. And then this r- even smaller coffee shop called Jennings, and theirs is pretty good. Um, it's it's a pretty good local coffee shop. I've been down there several times. Um, the last year, eighteen months maybe. Um, after I got my COVID vaccine and started going more places. They're a really cute little coffee shop that do art displays all the time and have shows down there every once in a while. They make a good, solid coffee. Yeah. Uh, I haven't tried the local diners yet, but based off of everything, you know, uh, where I live, you know, coffee is like, you know, uh, Maxwell House or Folgers, and that's pretty much it. And I don't get terribly pretentious with coffee. Uh, do uh, just do supermarket, yeah, supermarket fancy in uh, sarcasm quotes because I don't drink the fancy coffee enough to warrant buying it online. You know, I'll, during the week I'll have maybe two or three cups of fancy coffee because that's you know, I, it's just the the fact that. I want to be awake to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Because it feels like it's wasted if, you know, I'm sitting there half asleep, but, you know, trying to make it and uh, fucking it up. Or, you know, just not enjoying the taste of it because, right? Yeah. I I typically drink Maxwell House on a weekday, like, make a pot of coffee in the morning, Maxwell Mm House. Um, And then I make quote-unquote fancy coffee usually on the weekends in my mocha pot or or with a french press um yeah i I think i enjoy the mocha pot more uh french press i have to get out my electric grinder because the hand grinder that i have it it's an utter bitch to change the settings because you have to like take it halfway apart to uh, uh to uh free up the uh uh, adjustment wheel. Yeah. So I just leave it set for the mocha pot at a decent uh, uh, setting for it. I'm pretty sure I could dial in a little bit more. But uh, I don't want to spend that much effort on it. 
And uh, for the French press, especially if I'm planning on, because I'll do the fancy coffee on mandate night and podcast night. And I'll grind a bit extra coffee if I'm planning on doing, you know, uh, doing it for both times. And uh, if I'm doing the French press. And I know it's not optimum to grind it ahead uh, by a couple of days. But, right? Yeah. But it, it's still okay. Mm-hmm. It's still fine. No, it's coarse because, you know, um, French press, you need coarser coffee. Well, you got me. You got me on that one. That's why I can't use the hand grinder for it, besides the fact that, you know, French press takes a fuck ton of coffee to run. Well, compared to the Boca Pot, at least. Yeah. So what what news topics do you... I pulled up the two community corners. Mm-hmm. What else on here are do any of them speak to you? Uh, the dreams of AIQA testers is an interesting one. That was from last week. Okay. It's not what you think, by the way. It's not using AI solely to QA test. The Overwatch one is funny because, right? Yeah. Seems like Overwatch 2 is just utter clusterfuck, doesn't it? Oh, yes. So I'm assuming you want to talk about it now. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you know, we got the two community corners. I was thinking the AI QA testers. That's a lot harder to say than it. I than uh, it I could uh, it a little bit more because I did editorialize that one to chop it down. All right. So that's two news topics, then two community corner topics, plus games played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I was waiting on to see how many you had before really deciding what I wanted to talk about. Okie dokie. Let me log in here on Steam. It has logged me out. Because I've, I've got two. I've got Mech HQ and then one other game that I've played on Steam. Granted, you know, I can only talk about one if, if you only have one you want to talk about. or I mean, I do have a couple I can talk about. I have a couple more I'm kind of building on. Uh, I've been going through the uh, last Humble Bundle I bought and playing some of those. Had to restart one because of the tour. I'll, I'll get more into it later on when I actually talk about the game. But yeah. the but this is one of those games that the tutorial feels like it sets you up for failure. You know, that makes you build a certain way. Uh, it's a little big workshop. It makes you build your factory a certain way. So you think, okay, so this is how I'm supposed to play. And then, you know, later on when things progress more, uh, you get punished for it. It has a very long but inadequate tutorial, which thankfully you can skip. All right. Um, I think I'll talk about this one first. So, yeah, I've got two... Frontlines, Fuel of War, and Mech HQ. Okay, I'll have to copy and paste uh, some uh, Steam links, but I have Last Call BBS, and let's do something more recent that I played. Grid Legends. Ooh, nice. Well, we'll see what you think uh, uh, when I'm done with it. Okay. I think I got my Link's all set. All right. I do two. Do you have Audacity up? Uh, yes, I do. I just loaded okay, it. Okay. 
right. Ready to record in three, two, one, record. And for the sync, three, two, one, sync. Sync. Oh, I was late on that one. I definitely was uh, late. I was trying to move my fan a little bit more. So it doesn't give as much noise. So, all right. About my recording. Let me turn it down a little bit and see if that helps as well. It just gets hot in here with the computer. Let me know when you've completed thou adjustment. Thine Uh, adjustment. I think I've been adjusted. Not well adjusted, but adjusted. Right. Time to go to the chiropractor. Pay some some snake oil salesman. Uh, I was about to say, uh, what uh, I could pop my uh, back for free and yeah, have the same result. Mm, Sarah goes to the chiropractor. That that's the thing that she's she's done wrong lately. So she has uh oh back problems and so I here let me uh, let me have somebody snap my back. Uh, that's going to solve all my back problems. Yeah, she's been having a lot of back... She's been having a lot of pain all over, honestly. The, to me, I mean, I'm not a doctor. Just, you know, I have dealt with plenty of aches and pains on my own. And me, like, me thinking about the way she describes her pain and, and her symptoms makes me... Reminds me of the time last year. Yeah, it was last year. When my shoulder was all fucked up because I had that pinched nerve. Mm-hmm. And what fixed that was not going to a chiropractor, but going to physical therapy. Going to see a doctor, getting some medicine to help ease the pain and the issues while I went to physical therapy and got my body worked on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you should go see a doctor, you know, get have a couple of scans done, get some pain meds. Physical therapy really worked for me. That might be something that could help you. Like, she, you know, she's talking about all this pain. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. I'm not going to a doctor. I'm going to see my chiropractor after work today. He'll give me an adjustment. I'll feel better. I was like, you also would feel a little better if you took some ibuprofen. She's like, why would I take ibuprofen? I said, Sarah, you're a nurse. What is ibuprofen? What is it? It's an NSAID. What is that? Non-steroid anti-inflammatory drug. Exactly. Take some ibuprofen. If you feel better then I'm right, and you should go see your doctor, and you should go get physical therapy. Because you've got some kind of swelling that's putting pressure on your nerves, and it's making you hurt. So she took some ibuprofen, and in like 20 minutes, she was like, well, I don't know what it is. The pain's just gone down a little bit. It's not gone all the way, but it's gone down a little bit. I'm like, hmm, Sarah, I wonder why. You took pain medicine. It relieved the inflammation. She still went to go see her chiropractor, though. Not go to the doctor. Just the chiropractor. You know, ultimate uh, uh, irony would be the chiropractor calls this in the first place. Oh, I would love that. Or he makes it worse. And that, like, she eventually goes to the doctor. And when she's like, yeah, I've been going to the chiropractor for eight months to deal with this problem. He's (laughs) like, yeah, you're going to need back surgery now because they fucked you up. (laughs) But he said he was a doctor. Yeah, you got it out of a Cracker Jack box. Right. Oh, wait, they don't uh, do those anymore. It's QR codes. I will say, it feels really good to get your back cracked. Mm-hmm. So if someone's like, yeah, I go to a chiropractor every once in a while, like how I go to a spa or whatever. I get my back cracked. Feels great. 
I go get a massage afterwards. Like, you know what? Fair enough. You do you, boo. But, like, don't go to snake oil salesmen to get legitimate medical problems cured. Mm-hmm. Go to a doctor. Yeah, but she's also... Uh, isn't she one that uh, uh, said she wasn't going to get the vaccine because uh, Bill Gates was going to track her or something? Yes. I almost said yes before you finish your sentence and then just let you finish it because the answer <laughs> would have been yes, but that would have been rude. So, but yep, that was her putting aborted oh, babies in the vaccine and it's going to track all of us. And yada, never mind yada. the fact that she's sitting there fiddling with her phone, right? Yep. She's still not vaccinated. I don't know how she hasn't died. She's had COVID like three times. <laughs> she's too stupid to die. Unfortunately. Oh, well, all right. Uh, uh, well, fresh from not the onion. Let's have a little bit more freaking content than uh, get going. Armed uh, Pennsylvania man in wig trying to restore Trump as president arrested at Dairy Queen. All right. Yep. Uh, I was, well, was going to say that feels real, but then I, I remember you said not the onion. So it is real. Yeah. Yeah, an armed Pennsylvania man in a rainbow wig who was trying to restore Trump as president was arrested at Dairy Queen. Uh, The wig man who reportedly told police he talks to God, because of course he does. A 61-year-old Jan uh, Sazavari of Hunker, PA, police uh, recalled Saturday afternoon, uh, September 10th, due to Savory driving erratically. While looking for his Jeep, police said that they were informed that he pulled into a Dairy Queen on Greensburg Street, and he was inside wearing a bright yellow vest, a rainbow wig, and carrying a handgun. (laughs) After arriving, police made contact with him. Uh, According to the affidavit, Savory first claimed he was working undercover with Pennsylvania State Police, working a major drug sting. Mind you, He's wearing a bright yellow vest. I'm imagining like a safety vest and a rainbow wig undercover, right? Yeah. Uh, What? Is this the Bozo Squad? (laughs) Uh, Is he trying to get undercover with a 10 gay clown dad's gang? (laughs) (laughs) My 10 gay clown dads. Uh, That's the gritty version is that they're all mafia. Put him in a clown car uh, to sleep with the fishes. Uh, uh, Then he claimed he talked to God and was a prophet and would kill all the Democrats because Trump was still president. Oh, good. So he doesn't have to restore him. He already is president, right? Right. Job done. You did it. Now go home. (laughs) Oh, Uh, He reportedly claimed he knew the Dairy Queen workers... And that they would vouch for him. The manager told police that he was in the store earlier that same day, put one hundred twenty dollars on the counter, and said it was a tip for non-Democrats. But other than that, they don't know who he is. Right. Oh, he had a nine millimeter, twenty-two caliber, and sixty-two rounds of ammunition. Boy, it's so it's a good thing that you know no crazy people have guns in this country, right? Right? It's a good thing. Not a single crazy person has a gun. Oh, wait. That's what kind of gets me, is uh, these people that are so down the QAnon rabbit hole, 
that they think that, that they have to go out and restore Trump as president. Never mind the fact that this guy also said that Trump was restored as president. Yeah, you know, and he's been president all along. So, hey, he can't run again because term limits, bitch. You know, though, that they would try to remove those. Oh, definitely. Or say that, you know, because the Democrats made his uh, term in office, uh, you know, unpleasant, that it doesn't count. Right. Because he, uh, he wasn't able to reign freely. Oh, Honestly, it feels like the entire country at times just needs therapy. Yep. Yep, it does. All right. Let's get this show on the road. It's We've done a good amount of Frankie content. We gotta get cracking. Yeah, let's get crack-a-lacking. <laughs>